boom goes the candle. I, 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 welcome to episode six, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man, boom goes the candle, and God said, let they be light, and there was now, there was. So, yeah, guys, how you guys doing? Missed you guys so much, so much. I uh, hope you guys are good. How was your weekend? How was everything? There are means to let me know how you guys are doing now. You can go to the Theorist Lounge Facebook page. Just talk on the Theorist Lounge. You can also download the Anchor app and send us a voice message. Even if it's a hola, you know. All I will do, will appreciate that, and we'll keep it moving. You get what I'm saying? We'll keep it moving. Uh, so much to talk about this week. So much to talk about. Uh, I was up to a lot of things. I was up to a lot of things this weekend. Uh, but primarily, um, I was thinking. I was thinking a lot. I was playing chess with my wife. Uh, I was... I was also watching a few documentaries. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and, and and one of the documentaries is going to be one of our core main topics with is grounding and earthing yourself. So without any further ado, let's get into it. But before we get into it, um, we do have a message from last week, y'all. We have a message. Message? You know that um, old uh, uh, spoof, don't be a menace, and, uh, don't be a menace uh, while drinking juice in Compton, that movie. It was a spoof about black Hollywood films and uh, when uh, <laughs> Spike Lee would have like messages in his films. So they'd have a literal guy that would say, message, message. So they'd, they'd say all these black movies that are too preachy. So let's hear what Mfundo had to say about last week's episode, y'all. Yo, we're in Fundo here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about um, uh, two, two, two of the big topics that you talked about today because you know your your podcast is always so insightful um the first thing is your main topic um attention and cell phones yo this is a it's a big thing and just as you said um we're the first generation to really experience it so we don't know what um uh what effects it's gonna have on us um Two things which you mentioned was uh, within the whole attention span thing and also cell phone use is um, uh, how it affects um, our our span of um, concentration. I think as creatives, that's one of um, the most critical. Oh, snap. Yo, man, Mfundo, your, your, your message cut in the middle, bro. <laughs> no, but it's cool. It's cool. Uh, let me let me take a piece by piece. Uh, I wish I could have heard um, what your message said a bit further on, so you could get to the second point. First off, uh, thank you for saying the podcast is insightful. I really appreciate that. <laughs> 
I appreciate that. At least, you know, um, some knowledge is being spread around there and people are appreciating it. So you're saying attention span, um, it, it, it really affects our attention uh, span as creatives. I, I could also agree, man. Imagine the amount of time, I, I, as I said last week, I, I'm spending looking through my Instagram feed and all of those things, stupid things, and just mindlessly scrolling, you know? Like, guys, I... I I catch myself mindlessly just scrolling, just reading each and every garbage that I see on the... Imagine this, dude, like you're walking on the street and you're picking up each and every piece of paper and you're reading it attentively. You get what I'm saying? At some point, I mean, like, you might pick up a good book along the way, yes, but, like, most of the time, especially a feed, like, it's so random or whatever, right? or a trending uh, topic, right? It's so random. So it's like random people that you're not even following or whatever. It's like you're just picking up every piece of litter that's on the street and you're just giving it your attention and you're just, you know, and and affirming and giving those endorphins to people to say, yeah, you're worthy or whatever. Let me give you a like. You get what I'm saying? And and just, just feeding this the cesspool, you know, where I could maybe... You know, we any use that time uh, to freaking uh, to freaking write a freaking feature film, or I don't know, you know, paint something creative. You know, I remember <laughs> I was so jelly when lockdown happened. My my, my uh, little sister um, freaking bought paintbrushes and she was like painting and stuff. So there'd be days where we we just be off well not intentionally just just switch off just go off everything and um she would paint and she was teaching herself to paint and i was like damn i wish i could have done that I, I wish i could have picked up a skill here i am scrolling mindlessly through this you get what i'm saying so mfundo uh thank you for your message man uh Thank you for your message. Uh, if you guys want to send your message again, use get the app, anchor app on your on your on your phone, and you can we can interact. We can make this a thing, y'all. We can make this a thing. Even doubling down on that, uh, you can look at this guy's work. John Lania, he used to work uh, deep in the soul of Silicon Valley. Now he's like an activist. I told you guys about his book. Uh, last week, which was the 10 reasons why to quit social media. Now, it's uh, he, he's like an activist going around explaining uh, explicitly what went down in Facebook, how they got to this, you know. Uh, from the gist of what I'm gathering is that it, it didn't start intentionally bad, you know. It didn't start as this... Uh, this corporate Goliath that we know it now as, you know, uh, they didn't have bad intentions in the beginning. Even their president, uh, this uh, uh, I forget the guy's name, uh, stated that in the beginning, we didn't know we could control people's behavior, you know, because essentially that's what it is. I remember I once heard the saying that said, you know, uh, when somebody's giving you something free, which is essentially what these things are, uh, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Explicitly, it's free. 
you use the service, you can tweet your mind out, you can get your thoughts out there, and you don't have to pay a cent, and you're using their platform for free, then you have to ask yourself, who or what is the product? Who are they selling? They are selling you. You are the product. They are selling you to advertisers. You get what I'm saying? They're selling you. They're selling your, your matrix, your database. Um, I, I remember I was talking to one of the listeners this week and we were talking about Facebook and um, we were talking about we don't even get an option. You get what I'm saying? To when, when we're reading the terms and conditions to say, no, I don't agree to this, but I still want to use your platform. You get what I'm saying? Um, so it also brings another topic, which is like, who regulates these guys? You know, who regulates Facebook? Who regulates uh, Twitter? Who regulates? Because whether we like it or not, guys, they are freaking huge. I mean, one of the founders of Facebook is saying this, this is a huge uh, 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 freaking company. It's like Amazon. It's like what old oil was. Old oil companies, they were like, guys, um, who was it? Um, was it uh, Rockefeller and them? And the groups that discovered oil when, when the whole oil spill was happening, a big boom in America, uh, people were discovering oils and stuff. And then they monopolized. They became so big. No one could get anything elsewhere. So what happened? They, they broke them up. They said, you guys are too big. You need to break up and comes now your BPs, your engines, your totals, your shells, and what, 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 and these subsidiaries and so on. You have to break the monopoly up. Facebook just has too much power. You know, I was laughing with my friend Umpo this morning. You know, uh, even uh, uh, before I share what we were laughing at this morning, you know, let's get back to, 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 to how much power these people have. And whether we like it or not, we can't, they, they, they like coming with this, uh, no, but it's, you know, it's, it's a free market. You can create your own app if you do not like the way we operate and so on. No, we can't. The market is already slanted against us. I can't get, you know, whether, whether you like it or not, this is where we fetch water now. This is where we fetch water. You have over a billion users you know, I think it's even over 3 billion daily users, you know, and maybe uh, 4 billion uh, people who signed up and some that just left and so on. But a, a, a daily use of 3 billion, that's like more than half the world. This is where we fetch water. Uh, also Twitter as well. There's even a saying now with journalists that news break on Twitter. They don't break on freaking TV anymore, guys. You know, news, the news breaks on Twitter. And if you're not on, on Twitter, you, you, don't, you don't get the breaking news. You get what I'm saying? So we have to regulate you guys. Why do we have to regulate these people for people who don't know? Guys, it's well documented. Cambridge Analytica. Cambridge Analytica influenced the whole free world, being America, to vote for Trump. Trump won, and Cambridge Analytica was behind this whole thing. They were pushing propaganda adverts that were swaying uh, people to think in a particular way. This is well documented. There's a great documentary about this uh, called The Great Hack. You can watch that. 
Cambridge Analytica was also, I think, uh, linked to South Africa in some way as well, uh, where, where the DA, I think, kind of worked with them. Am I, am I right? I, I retracted statement uh, until I get my research right. But anyway, Cambridge Analytica, well-documented. Um, guys, they, every advert you see, they tailor-make it. They, 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 they would see that who's more susceptible to these news. Who would we tell that if Hillary's, uh, Hillary Clinton is this evil witch, blah, 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 blah. To which would I'm I'm not saying she's not. <laughs> That's also another story on its own. You get what I'm saying. Um, but uh, Facebook and Cambridge Analytica doesn't can't surely surely. You know that's a flex of power where you can decide who becomes president of the free world. Jesus, excuse me as I drink water, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. So yeah, like, it, it, it's just too much power. Okay, anyway, so what else did we talk about last week? I wanted to tell you guys, um, I went back and I did my research, and the name of the doctor was doing the keynote. It was the University of Melbourne, uh, and uh, I was talking about the studies of um, wireless radiation, right? Uh, you can Google wireless radiation, Dr. Devera Davis, uh, University of Marlborough keynote speech. Uh, so, yeah, this lady, I refreshed myself. I watched that keynote. It's deep, guys. It's deep. Don't take this thing uh, for granted, uh, the cell phone thing. You get what I'm saying? I even uh, found this other one particularly interesting where they, where they did a study with uh, infant rats. Uh, or infant animals, right? Where uh, how they treat the uh, how how they train rather how they train these animals is they they give them uh, sorry this microphone jeepers much better so how they train these animals is they uh, give them habits of teaching them, this is where you find food, this is where you find food through a maze and whatnot. And they realized the, 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 the animals or rats that were exposed to wireless radiation from, an, uh, what is it, fetal, from when they fetus, right, um, had less memory cells than the ones that were going for or that, that would learn. So they'd make more mistakes going in, uh, take longer to train and so on and so forth. And I'm like, you know, we 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 exposing our babies to 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 these ra wireless radio radiations without us being conscious. How many mothers or, or you know, uh, mothers-to-be would hold their phones next to their babies, uh, next to their bellies while typing or whatever the case may be. You get what I'm saying? So we need to get this information out there like keep cell phones away from pregnant ladies and keep cell phones away from infants and kids and while they're toddlers you know uh let the kids be kids bro let the kids be kids uh they'll get into this whole world later you know let them enjoy the youth and i'm i'm a big advocate on that uh let them enjoy their youth so, hey, 
that's last week things. That's last week's things. And story time, story time. So I remember uh, the first time I saw a computer. The first time I saw a computer, I was, what, maybe early 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. It was at my cousin's house, yo. My cousins lived in the burbs. Now, they lived in the burbs somewhere in Montana, Sinovilia. Yeah? And uh, I remember the first time I saw it, it was this remarkable thing, yo. And uh, <laughs> there were pretty simple things you could do on the PC. You could um, type on Notepad, and uh, you could do what we the only thing we wanted to do, which was play bow and arrow. <laughs> we played bow and arrow like a mug. It was this beautiful white PC screen, you know, like everything I, I remember so vividly. It was like this beautiful technology that had come and it was to entertain us. It was simple. It was, it was this lovely thing, you know. Uh, we'd play bow and arrow uh, occasionally. Oh, but later on came Space Jam and there was a floppy disk and all you had to do was put this floppy disk inside and, you know, and we all just wanted to play on the PC and it was this beautiful thing. And uh, I remember I was like, wow, like we are moving. We are advancing as a civilization forward, you know? Um that was the first time I saw a PC. Later on, uh, many uh, moons later, after my mom, because she, she's an avid believer in uh, anything that will make you smarter, I will invest in. My mother never used, never bought me. I never had a, tel uh, a tele... Uh, it's a TV game. <laughs> I never had a TV game growing up because, you know... <laughs> TV game isn't your TV, you know. Uh, so that's that's the world I came from. So all I really ever had uh, was mainly uh, Britannica, the, the encyclopedias. <laughs> the encyclopedias in my house. And uh, yeah, go figure, dude. Uh, go figure. We are here. I, I come from an edu educational woman she's just all about the education she she was all about yo if you want a book i'll give it to you and i was never that child bro i was not that child i was the child of tv you know i was raised of cartoons raised of uh but all i'd ever do was watch television you know and play outside so anyway one day my mother gets me the pc uh, it was a beautiful Sahara PC and uh, also very limited, but still quite advanced. Now, it's shocking uh, how advanced PCs are to, to the degree that they are today. Uh, you know, I was, I, 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 AI is, is, is so advanced, guys. It, it, it moved in leaps and bounds that I cannot understand. You know, uh, it, 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 it's just something that is exponentially even the word, you know, 
because I was watching this uh, AlphaGo. Uh, Go is a game that's super famous uh, in the East. North Korea to be, well, not North Korea, Korea, South Korea, to be specific, uh, a super, super big game. It's, it has, it's more complicated, uh, more uh, apparently with, the, with its outcomes than chess, you know? So it was estimated it would take at least 50 years for uh, programmers to create AI that could, you know, match a human brain in in uh in the game go and uh what do you know you know they created a pc that beat the world champion 18 time world champion this guy is a serious guy man like a calculating freak you know uh 18 time world champion he won one out of five matches with alpha go it learned intuitively they fed it game after game after game after game after game it played games all it does is just play games and it solves probabilities all the way till i need the 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 the, the one outcome that will win this thing i learned a bunch of things uh, uh watching that whole endeavor with alpha go first uh i i got scared that this is Te technology is 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 here and it's 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 going it's 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 going there you know they, they do not underestimate what has been done they've created something that learns upon itself you know something that intuitively learns and every time it plays it gets better this is the one thing it does you know, uh, it's like these guys didn't watch Terminator, you know, they, they, they didn't watch uh, how Skynet is going to freaking take over the world. If you, if you have artificial intelligence that is keyed into learning this one specific thing and all it can do is learn this one specific thing. How long is it that I become obsolete as, I don't know, as a computer fixer? You know, if they train something and they say, your, your job is to figure out the possible best outcomes to fix this PC and how to fix it and that's your only job. How long is it that the, 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 the banker's job is obsolete? How long is the economist's job who will predict wrongly all the time or whatever? And it can predict that how we can better the, 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 the economy. You get what I'm saying? This kind of spelled the, 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 the end for me as the human race, you know? I remember even when he won the first uh, time, it was the the third or the fourth time he played against AlphaGo. And everybody, every time he lost, everybody in the room got dimmer. They were like, what the hell is going on? You know, even the, 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 the ladies in Korea there who are super competitive, they're like, I never celebrate whenever somebody wins at Go unless it's myself. But when this guy won, I felt like humanity won. You get what I'm saying? They said, I, I felt like humanity won. And I also felt like 
humanity one that maybe perhaps we, 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 we still have a chance. Man versus machine, the ultimate dream. Isn't that what The Matrix was about? Why are we creating this technology that all these movies have been warning us against? Anyway, the second thing I learned from uh, AlphaGo, it would do these uh, random, uh, what would seem like mistake moves. And everybody would be like, you know, why is it doing this? Is it malfunctioning and stuff like that? Ugh, no, no human would do that. That's such an amateur move. And the guy who created AlphaGo, well, one of the guys that created AlphaGo was like, AlphaGo's job is to get the win. Doesn't matter by how much percentage, but just to get the win. <sighs> Made me think, isn't that kind of like how God thinks as well? When 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 God does mysterious things, like He sends you to uh, the military just to be a priest, or you know, you 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 crash into a light pole that affects somebody's grandmother, and only to make you meet up with whoever, whoever. <laughs> Things that are almost random. It, 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 it just made me think like, you know, I, I, might be, you know, a, 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 a bit of a reach, but, you know, it, it's kind of almost close to like how God works in mysterious ways. I, I remember uh, thinking... And talking to a bunch of people, and uh, we 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 said, "What makes God God? What makes God God is He's well. First of all, that th that is a very powerful question uh, that holistically could never be filled in one cup. But but there are characteristics of God that we can identify. What makes God God is he's omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. Now, stay with me here. If you have a network across the world that is connected all the time in your pocket that knows when you sleep, knows when you eat, knows when you uh, take a jog, can differentiate the two, knows the type of music you like, Would you say that person is omnipresent? Could be really close to being omnipresent. <laughs> now, if you omniscient, uh, 
omniscient, all-knowing. That is a characteristic of God. Now, in today's age, would you say there's an answer that you cannot get that's not within your pocket or on your lap? Anything, any question you have, you can get an answer to. Omnipotent, all-powerful. If you have, I don't know, let's say the world weapons of mass destructions in the name of your government, would you say you omnipotent? You know, it 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 beckons uh thinking, you know. It's almost like uh somebody's building a guard body slowly but surely in front of us. You know. So and uh it, it it's it's crazy because like it's all freaking crazy. Cause it's like this I got told years ago, years ago, and it seemed so freaking like nabby that those things ain't gonna happen. But like it's here. It's so here, it's it's like it's right in front of me. It's like, what? This happened. So that's not our, our main topic though, but um, I just wanted to highlight how crazy AI has moved. Uh, it's, 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 you know, they, 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 they having uh, dolls like Eve, you know, and the, the, the Eve doll that was in Ex Machina was inspired by a real Eve doll, you know, that can actually respond and talk to you back. And how long? I'm just wondering, you know, because it was just a few years ago, really 2002, 2003, when a computer was just taking in a floppy. Now I'm in my studio and this thing it doesn't even take in a CD anymore. It freaking, it's, it's on clouds now. They, 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 they eliminating. How many years back was that? You know, uh, 18, 18 years back? Ha, 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 which one of your kids is going to say, I remember when I saw the Eve doll, you know, he couldn't even talk properly. You could see it's a robot. Now they're in front of me and they freaking, like, I can't differentiate between him and, and, and a real person or him or her or you get what I'm saying? And, and who's who, you know? And imagine a freaking Eve doll that's trained to, to bring out the pro best probable outcome to a police arrest, you know? And imagine... If Vele, like uh, we were saying that, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's all systematic uh, uh, racism inside the police force. Maybe we need robots that can do this. It could be very easily justifiable. The question is, is it right? You know, maybe us uh, uh, technophobia uh, people uh, are wrong at the end of the day. <laughs> But it all starts with good intentions. It always, always starts with good intentions. Instagram, when it first came, I, oh, I saw it and I fell in love with it. 
It came with the purest of intention. Capture your memory. Let's forget typing long sentences on Facebook, blah, 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 blah. You know, capture your memory, however beautiful it is. I remember my first post on Instagram. It was about a freaking sunset, a tree. <laughs> I saw a tree, like a van, it was golden hour, and I just took a picture. And I was like, oh, somewhere in Mamelodi, you know, like this beautiful uh, sunset in, in, in the township, you know. And it went from that with like the purest of intentions to freaking what? You know, a corporate freaking uh, girls Botoxing, uh, girls gyrating, like, like, like some people just taking only ass shots and that's what they're presenting to the world. It all started with good intentions. You know, it always starts with good intentions. Everything always starts with good intentions. We must regulate. But before we can regulate the world, I like to say regulate yourself first. Tend to your garden first. Before we can go out, you need to be disciplined yourself first. Okay, 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 okay. Main topic, uh, which also ties into to, to where, where I'm thinking like, you know, the more we go ahead, the more I feel like we go. The, the, the people in the past had it right. That this, I saw in Alice, you know, this is not the way. So, another story time. <laughs> Another story in time. I remember we were at UNISA and uh, Sir Amp was like, I feel like humans are not off earth. And I was like, why? He was like, think about it. We, the only creatures that whenever something wrong is going to happen on this planet, we do not know the birds know. The dogs know when a hurricane is going to come or a storm is coming. Let's move. Something is going to hit. Or when a tsunami is coming. All the animals know, but this one, this idiot <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> you know, we don't know. There's nothing intuitive that tells us, you know, uh, move, stupid <laughs> Something's about to go down, you know. I, I I thought about that for a very long time, you know. Uh, could it be na 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 na? Uh, then I I I started, um, uh, you know, I didn't agree with it fully, but I, it caught my attention. It caught my thought. But then I started uh, learning about African history. You know, African history, who we were. And I realized, no, we're not from another planet. We've just been disconnected. This ties us to our topic, which is earthing. Hi, I discovered this nice thing, guys. This weekend, I discovered, and I ran across it so randomly. Grounding yourself. 
Listen to how ridiculous this sounds. The premise of this theory is all you have to do is take off your shoes and socks and stand on the ground. Sometimes you might even dig a pit and really feel the earth. And you will heal from a lot of diseases. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. It sounds so ridiculous. But what if? Humor me here. What if it works? What if it works? So again, um, it was one of the documentaries I was watching. And it has actually uh, gained a bit of traction, but not mainstream. You know, when something is not mainstream, it's, it's, it's never a thing. But it's peer-reviewed <laughs> by scientists across the world that have seen once somebody stands on the ground, their, 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 their blood rates uh, move much more healthily. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how um, the studies that were peer-reviewed um, came out where through grounding yourself and earthing yourself, uh, essentially, uh, they found that it lessens inflammation, which is the most common factor in most of all, most majority of diseases. I'm not a doctor, y'all. Like, that is a huge disclaimer. You get what I'm saying? I'm not a doctor. I would say research this yourself, but I found it quite interesting. You know, in a sense where, why I found it interesting that, you know, white people found us doing this. We were doing it intuitively. Isn't it crazy that like, you know, they come in and quote unquote, uh, civilize us to only find out that, you know, what we were doing was actually much more healthier than us insulating ourselves to, to the earth. Because the earth is a being, it's alive. I remember Jake once uh, said, uh, I think he was quoting Phil Valentine, he was saying that Africa always knew who God is. We could feel it through our feet. You know, we could feel the beating of God through the ground. You know, it would go do, 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 do. The only way we could uh, 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 say, you know, like, like, uh, he, he, I think he was quoting Zulu people would be like Nkulunkulu or like some tapping of 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 what the earth is. Um, now I think it's Clint Cobbler, the the the, the writer of uh, the Earthing book, right? Um, he he he. Yeah, it's Clint uh, Oba. Yeah, no. He, he, he quoted uh, saying that, you know, when, when we used to go hunting uh, when they were young, when they'd go outside, as soon as they, 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 they would be a 
bear nearby, even though, even though they couldn't see it, their hair would raise. You know, they, you, you could feel it intuitively in you that a bear is nearby. Because the bear has a magnetic field. You have a magnetic field. Uh, even Dr. Sebi's been saying that we are an electrical body. That's why he does deep uh, intra... Uh, what? Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, deep intracellular cleansing. You get what I'm saying? Because we have cells inside. We are an electric body. And that's why he makes you eat live food, you know, for the electric body. Anyway... Uh, I found it quite interesting that we were once connected. Even Clint shared a story about, you know, when he was young, there was this girl that um, that was sick. He used to hang with uh, the, the 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 Native Americans, you know, the or Red Indians of America. And this girl was sick. No uh, Western doctor could figure out what's wrong with her. And she was having trouble breathing, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, uh, one day the elders just took her. They went outside, they dug a pit, and they laid fire. They made fire next to her, and they sat with her there for days. You know, they put her feet in, a, in, in, in the ground, you know. And one day, she just got up after a few days she just got up and started playing and she was way better you know um the the essence of of this whole thing is that we are electric beings and we 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 forgot to ground ourselves to the earth to 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 bring ourselves to 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 to, to a state of normalness you know because he said, like, there's so much noise around us. Like, even a city is not a natural thing. We are so used to... Have, I'm just even thinking about my own experiences, you know? Like, every time I'd go outside of the city, whether I'd go on holiday or whatever, I always feel so much better than what I am. We, we just made this abnormality a normal thing. The smog that we breathe, the air pollution the i mean the noise pollution as well you know um it's it's just so much like and we've normalized it we've we've now and that's the the the, the crazy and good thing about uh, human beings we've learned to adapt you know we've learned to adapt into this thing but what if that is not a normal thing what if we are meant to, to, to be outside of this whole thing. Would we live longer? Would we, you know, there's just so much things we put our body through over the years. That's why our life expectancy freaking sucks. That's why now 50, I mean, like, like we have to analyze this at some points as human beings. Like, why is it that now life, like at 60, like you expect her to die to say, ah, you lived a full life. Nah, dude, like no way. How's that even, you know, a hundred years ago was not that long ago. We've made it this long ass thing, you know, if you go three generations back, Guess where you at, bro? You in the, uh, what, 180s? People lived that long. Three people back. Our parents, what? Maybe some between 1950s, uh, 60s, some of you guys, you know? 
were born around there? When were their parents born? Probably early 90s, if not 1800s. And when were their parents born? It could be early 1800s to freaking 1700s. It's not that long time ago. We're talking three people ago. And we've made this, you know, our life expectancy. I remember I got so sad when I heard Swaziland's life expectancy rate because of obvious reasons like HIV and so on is like 40-something or it was late 30-something. And I was like, how's that even accepted? How's that even accepted? <sighs> so, yeah, guys, I just wanted to share this earthing thing that... I think it's worth a look into. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so simple. It's crazy. Even me proposing it to you guys to be like, take off your shoes. He even shared a story. He's like, when he was young, this uh, uh, the when he was going into the teepee, the little tent of the Native Americans, um, the, the 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 Native American lady said. Um, take off those shoes, they're going to make you sick. You know, he didn't understand at the time that, you know, what what is she talking about or whatever. And I was like, hmm. You know, like a simple thing like that. And what if, you know, because babies intuitively don't like shoes, you know. What if they know something we don't? You know, so there's crazy things like earthing mats and so on. There was this other lady, she's 94 years of age. She used to suffer from arthritis and whatnot. And she, you know, started sleeping on an earthing mat and, and, and so on. And uh, she freaking now plays tennis because she's earthing. She keeps her feet on the ground most of the freaking time. You know, she's back to playing tennis and she's, she looks like she's in her freaking 70s, bro. Mother was still saying she looks like she's in her 60s. I was like, what the hell? You know, isn't that crazy? What if we did ourselves a huge in, uh, 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 injustice? So it brings me back to the story with Sir Amp saying that we do not feel it. With this thing, I'm like, what if we disconnected ourselves from the earth that bad what if we disconnected ourselves that badly Whew. so yeah eh, let me see my notes let me see my notes is there anything I skipped because I think that might be the episode ladies and gentlemen that might be the episode wait uh yeah, I talked about the ability of uh changing people's thoughts. Oh, I wanted to talk about the perception of happiness. Oh yeah. No, but yeah, that's enough on, on social media. It, it it also depresses me thinking about it. Cause honestly, the it, it, the opposite thing happened. It meant to connect us and now we are disconnected. The the more we have our phone, the more we're not engaged with the person next to you. 
You're supposed to be having dinner with your loved ones, but you know, you you somewhere in someone's uh, room trying to talk to them about I don't know what the hell is going on in television or whatever. We disconnected. Brings me back to the more we go forward, the more we realize that people in the past had it. It's like cell phones. You know, it's a device that's supposed to connect you to say hello to the person over there. But back in the day, how are they doing it? How are they connecting to people? They they used to do it, ish, you know, now I'm going to get into the macabre, what, what, and, you know, uh, t- uh, thinking and, you know, projecting thoughts and all of those things. They used to do it without destroying nature because, you know, the truth is... Um, they, 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 they just the, our technology for us to have it. It destroys nature just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. So, yeah, another thing. I'd, uh, it's not even a shout out. It's, it's. I think I might talk about it in our next episode. It's China, bro. What's going on in China? They're having people in like camps close to like concentration camps, sweat camps, just because they're Muslims and stuff. Like, I don't know what's happening in China, bro. Hey, somebody's going to have to explain this to me. I really don't get it. Like, uh, such cruelty, you know, is, is, is beyond me. It's beyond me. I don't know. And the other superpower is telling them, no, what you're doing is wrong. And then they're like, which is America. And then they're like, America created HIV. <laughs> like, America are killing minorities like George. And you're like, oh my gosh. So like these, like we're having one bully telling the other bully don't do something and the other bully saying, nope, you did this and whatnot. And the rest of the world is just idly watching, just like, what can we do or say? You know? It's crazy, this world that we're in, man. This experience. We're still in an alternative reality. You know, sometimes I wish things worked how they were supposed to work. Does that make sense? Anyway, uh, let me not wallow it down. This was the Theorist Lounge episode six. Yeah, yeah. I'ma see y'all next week. Tell a tupa, man. Aye.